Just to store the cheese. Hello and welcome to episode four of Desert Island Cheese. This is almost our anniversary and we've managed a whole grand total of four episodes in that year, so you know we're doing well. Um, we're here today with our next guest. This is Nadal. He's a rising star of 2016. Um, yeah, Nadal, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, yeah, I'm, I'm Nadal. Uh, I didn't realise I'd have to, uh, Sorry. to describe myself. Um, I am a friend of, of Dave's. And, and by Central Maxis. Um, I spent a lot of time uh, annoying Dave in university. Yeah, happy days. And I think the penance for that is now that uh, I appear on <laughs> Desert Island Cheese, for which I'm, I'm most honoured. So yeah, important question, love. How much do you love cheese? So on a scale of zero to 10, where are you placing yourself? 10 here is like happy to gorge yourself to death on cheese. Zero is don't really like cheese. I'm wondering if anyone's ever came on a show dedicated to cheese and answered below, <laughs> below like nine. Um, I mean, we're not picky, oh, but I guess. Probably. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we take, we'll take anyone. Okay, I'll, I'll go for, I'll go for an last eight. Last guess, cheese for, strings. I'll go for an eight, because I think good cheese is, is one of the best. Things. Okay, that's a solid, that's mm. a solid answer. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Should we, should we just crack on with cheese number one? Let's. Does it have okay, a story behind it before you show us it? Okay, um, when I remember which one... Okay, yeah, so I've tried to put these in chronological order. Oh, okay. that's as, nice. As per your suggestion, it should be a story. Okay. So my cheese number one is the cheese I grew up with. Um, okay. Being... Can I... Do I show you yet? Or? Oh, I mean... Okay. Yeah, really whatever like. you like. So, so cheese number one is Red Leicester. Ah, <laughs> cool. Number one... You probably have to have a cheddar on the list, otherwise Dave will get very upset that we haven't well, on representation. Is Red Leicester to, cheddar? To, to cheddar? Is that what you're claiming I, now? I, I think I think I would count it as cheddar. It's, it's okay. That's it's, interesting. It's not even cheddar. It's I mean, not cheddar. Is... It's in the same category as cheddar, <laughs> though, same... but we can we can I'll, I'll allow it. So what what does it technically count as if it's not cheddar? Hard English cheese. I think. Hard English yeah. cheese. Okay, so uh, it's essentially you have a hard English cheese on the list. Yeah, it's uh, it's very <laughs> it's very close to cheddar, isn't it? Let's let's be honest. In little days, nicer than cheddar than American cheese. So we can all agree that. Being from Leicestershire, this is always what you have in the shops. There is no cheddar, but you, I think you, you did, choose did Red Leicester. Bring in Red, Red Leicester as his first choice last time as well. Remember. Possibly. I think he did. Ah, okay. So, so what's, what's your first memory of eating this cheese? So I, I don't even have a first memory of eating this cheese, because this is just, you know, if I was to have a sandwich, and I was to there. make a sandwich as a kid, this would be the, the cheese that would be, would be coming out of the fridge. So mm-hmm. I, just, I remember going, you know, every time you go shopping... The cheese that you pull off, off, off from the from the aisle would would never be cheddar, like you know, yellow, white cheddar. It would be orange, red Leicester. So, mm, um, yeah. yeah, and obviously, I mean, you know, red Leicester has loads of amazing properties compared to normal cheddar. You know, um, yeah, it's red. Yeah, it's red. Uh, it makes oh, it makes your skin go darker. It gives you a tan. Um, <laughs> so, this is a well-known folklore in in Leicester. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I haven't heard that before. Mm. I was just making it up, but. I'd, 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 <laughs> But I would love the idea that there'd be some sort of Essex girl who's listening to this programme and then it's just eating loads and loads of cheese we have a whole to get kind of a towie look rather than, rather than, <laughs> <laughs> rather than go, for, go for a fake tan. So, I think you might overestimate the reach of our podcast, <laughs> but fair enough. We have our 26 listeners on Thursday. Very, very slightly, but you know, 
you could have dared to dream, right? True. You know, one day people will go back to the original Desert Island pieces. Mm. I'm sure they will. Mm. Yeah, they'll hear this and it will go into books in the future. And mm. The hardcore fans, yeah. Spread around. Fake news. Not very good books. So I think it is different to Cheddar, isn't it? It's, mm. it's um, less hard. Mm. And it's kind of a smoother taste. Mm. It's yeah. definitely a good cheese in its own right. I don't think we have to... It stands on its own. Mm. That's what I would say. Mm. I would agree. Yeah, I never really ate much. Well, never really have eaten much from Leicester, but it is quite nice. Mm. It's a cheese that just naturally goes in the most sort of bread context. It's probably not one that you'd eat on its own, but oh. it's a staple cheese. Well, I've you, definitely eaten <coughs> it on its own before, just like out of the fridge. Mm. Oh yeah, you, you definitely can, but um, just like cheddar. But while there's other cheeses that you might naturally put on a cheese board and really enjoy for themselves, you probably wouldn't put all of those in a sandwich. You probably wouldn't put all of them no. sure. in just about That's anything. I can think but this is a, a hugely versatile cheese. You can pretty much have it in any context, <clears throat> and it's still good. Goes with a good chutney. <laughs> True. <laughs> Senator, you're a banker. <laughs> cheese big in the banking world. Did you go to lots of cheese and wine parties? I imagine you all sit around eating cheese a lot of the time. Just, um, just speaking on behalf of the, the banking world, which I'm, <laughs> I'm now um, <laughs> both ambassador and part of, which <laughs> the rising star of nonetheless. Um, yes, um, <laughs> rising quickly through within the ranks of um, of the bank I work for. Um, so uh, bankers do love cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it, it's a symbol of their their status and power um, <laughs> to have cheese and wine parties. Um, that's that's the main reason they do it. It's uh, they don't really like cheese. Um, they just love the power that comes from the symbol of eating cheese. Okay. I think that that was bullshit in here, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's something to that, isn't there? Well, it's, it's it's like pretending that you know about wine or, or knowing about wine. It is. Yeah. It's, a, it's, yeah. it's you know. Ninety percent. So is that why you come on the show to boost your cheese credentials <laughs> in the banking world? I assume it, it, it is. I'm expecting to receive awards for this. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, you know that's how banking works. Fair so, enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's reasonable. Just speaking on behalf of the banking industry again, I think most people can say that they they, they love cheese. If there's anyone else you'd like me to speak on behalf of that I don't represent, but <laughs> I'm very happy to do so. Yeah, you know, happy to hear that. Overall, before we, before we move on to your next cheese, overall, what are you looking for in a cheese? What what makes you enjoy a cheese? <laughs> what was the overarching principle behind the five cheeses you've chosen here? So the five cheeses I've chosen all have a personal connection, but so yeah. not all of them necessarily oh, would tick all of the boxes. But what do I want from a cheese? Stop laughing now. It's it a is, serious show. It is a difficult question. Because there are so many things you could want from a cheese. <laughs> so thing number one that I would want from a cheese, and I'm definitely not stalling here. Um, <laughs> I think, um, ideally, creaminess. A good texture that sits well with what you're having it with. Thing number two, a unique taste. Something that differentiates itself from other cheeses and gives you something on the palate that you otherwise wouldn't, wouldn't be able to appreciate. Fair enough. 
I think that's the most sensible answer we've ever had to that question. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very well thought out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Mm. Okay, should we crack on to the second cheese? Cheese number two. Right, cheese number two. Peeking ah. behind his uh, covered cheeses here. Cheese number two is feta cheese. Excellent. Feta. You see, I got a lot of stick when I picked feta for my cheese board. You did, but... but An awful lot of stick. I feel like Nadal is a guest, so we have to be... <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so Max has to pretend he approves of your choice. <laughs> but he doesn't. So No, I mean... Uh, why did you pick feta cheese? Well... Out of curiosity. Um, mainly because I'd forgotten what my actual choice for fit cheese was, which was goat's cheese. And in a <laughs> panic in the supermarket, I just needed to find a fifth cheese. And I quite like feta. It's good. It's got the kind of saltiness. It's quite nice in salads. It's quite, um, it's just, yeah, it's strong. It's I mean, tasty. when you look at it, it doesn't look totally dissimilar to, to some goat's cheese. So I wouldn't, no, but it's, I wouldn't it's, be it's, surprised if you had just picked it up in a hurry. And No, no, I definitely knew it was feta. Um, but yeah. In retrospect, I should have gone goat's cheese. But I don't regret it that much. No, Everyone else I mean, thinks it was an awful decision. So the main reason I don't have goat's cheese here That's is because I felt these five cheeses were probably closer to something that there was a, a story behind or that I connected with in terms of some point in my life. Mm -hmm. But I do think, really, if you're picking five cheeses, it's hard not to have a goat's cheese there up in your top five. So... Um, that is the one regret I have. <laughs> so tell me then why feta? What's your feta? Yeah, feta connection. So so feta is. Um, I mean, uh, uh, I I love Greek salads. My mum always made Greek salads when I was young, so that was one one thing. Um, even now, uh, for uh, actually, interesting connection between feta and and uh, red Leicester. One of my favourite sort of sort of childhood memories of nostalgic meals is cheesy potatoes. Thank you, cheesy potatoes with. Um, Greek, then like a Greek salad side okay. and the nice bit is the cheese potatoes actually use red Leicester cheddar ah uh, okay so and mashed potatoes or so this is actually what you're doing is you're you carve out the potato out of the potato you mix it in with uh, cheese pretty much like 50-50 oh. then you put it back in the potato as a half because mm -hmm. you've got half potatoes like that and then you put in my mum's secret ingredient which I'm afraid I cannot disclose publicly <laughs> um, and so the, the taste is fantastic but then you then, after you've had like uh, the, the Greek salad, you've got like the some olive oil that's kind of, it's, it's had all the um, salad marinating in it, so it's it's quite tasty. And you dip the, 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 the uh, cheesy potato into the olive oil, and the taste just really, really works. And that does sound excellent. <laughs> so, so one sort of, his, sort of part of the history is just Greek salads in themselves. The other is when I was maybe 13, 13, 12 or 13, I, you know, you go up to secondary school and you have to do food technology for the first time. Mm -hmm. So at some point you had to try and make, you know, you had to try and invent something new. That was one of the classes or one of the projects. So my invention was the Greek salad sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I ended up having a lot of feta at a certain age because my dad actually got better at making it than me and used to make it as a sandwich for like, uh, like you know, on a Saturday or something if, uh, if he was making lunch. But basically, this sandwich had you start with bread at the bottom naturally, yep. um, and so in the first layer you're going to have sandwich making technique. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just just laying it out just in case anyone you know, doesn't realise that yeah, sandwich yeah, starts yeah, yeah. With standard bread. You're actually going to have a piece of bread in the middle as well. So this is a three oh. three slice sandwich, and the middle slice is going to be literally dipped in olive oil. Oh, so it's drenched in olive oil, and you put that in the middle. And on on one half, you're going to have a little bit of salad, so you know, tomatoes, cucumbers, 
um, maybe some onions or spring onions, and you put loads of olives. And on the other half, you'll do the same, but with um, feta. That, that sounds kind of... genuinely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> no, because I want one. It is genuinely a ah, uh, Greek salad in a sandwich excellent. with quite a lot of bread, um, um, and the the olive oil really comes through because of the fact you drench the middle layer with. Uh, uh, that sounds um, yes. So it's a pretty heavy sandwich, but it was yeah, it was pretty delicious. So that that's my my enduring memory of feta cheese is the feta cheese taste coming through in that Greek salad sandwich. <laughs> Yeah, so we've established that, you know, you know the premise of the show. You're stuck on a desert island, you've got five kinds of cheese. Mm. When you've run out of your cheese, how do you see the situation playing out? Do you survive? Do you... Are you, are you a survivor? Or are you going to just, you know, without your cheese once it's gone, just just accept your fate? So I'm, I'm going to go Play with... out that way. I think you get infinite cheese. There's enough I'm, cheese forever. I'm, but I'm, you might I'm, get gout at some point. Just, right. just saying. <laughs> Okay, so I can survive forever on cheese, or... Yeah. Or, yeah. What's your plan? Do you have a game plan? Are you going to try and carve down some trees? Build a boat out of cheese? What's the... Or do I just keep living on cheese rather than trying to escape? Yeah. 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 Cheese is sufficient, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the ground rules aren't really that um, clear, so you can basically make up an answer. Okay, right. Um, yeah, I think I would... I think I would try and, and make a cheese boat. You know, it would probably be based with some slightly sounder materials, but you know, at least you'd have another layer of cheese essentially that's just lining everything. So that, as as you know, as as you've been at sea for a lot longer, you have to kind of choose between the stability of your boat and starvation. Yep. But, but at least you can kind of yeah match those off. The only problem I'd have is I might probably choose I might eat more cheese than I should because if I've got good cheeses there, if I've got these five cheeses, that's very salty. That might have been a mistake. <laughs> just, just thinking logically. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you made. No, no, probably that's... not your first consideration. Well, but good cheese, though. I think to be honest, you know, I mean, if I'm actually getting into a boat that's essentially laden with cheese, um, then my my considerations have probably been biased a little bit by cheese over survival. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. And I think the idea of making it out of sturdier materials on the outside is a good one because I don't think we've quite established yet, kind of what fish do to cheese. Do they mm. eat cheese? Do we have a problem where sharks? I don't think they eat cheese. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Well, don't so know. that's something to find oh, out for the next next episode. I think. Mm. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> so on to the next cheese-related saga of your life. Mm. What's the third cheese? So the third cheese is perhaps the one I've got the least story for. But I think it had to be included. Ah, uh, dropped all over the floor. That was an excellent. It is Peter Stilton. Stilton, nice. This is good. So and a really nice blue Stilton as well. Mm, it was very nice. Excellent choice. So I think that's the main reason I picked Stilton. Is it felt? Yeah. You know, although it felt wrong not to have a goat's cheese, it felt even more wrong not to have a blue cheese on the board somewhere. Yeah. Yes. And of all the blue cheeses you picked, you know, traditional British blue cheese. It's very good. Yeah, and I, I think Stilton is is one that I you know it could have been the last cheese on the board in terms of chronology, or it could have been the middle cheese, because it's really just a cheese that as I've got older I've liked more and more and more. It's a bit of an acquired taste. I think as a child, I yeah, the blueness was very off-putting and mm. exactly. I don't think any children like Stilton, did they? Except, but even at a sort of older age, sort of late teenager, I probably wouldn't have really eaten a blue cheese. Um, no. You know, kind of 
It's almost analogous to, to beer. You know, kind of when you're 17, 18, or even 24, 25, a lot of people just have lager. Mm. And they'll be there sort of drinking their Heineken or, or Carlsberg or whatever. And they'll get patronised to you, but that sort of 50-year-old guy in the pub is kind of like, if you can't appreciate real ales or stouts, then, you know, you don't appreciate beer. You're just drinking some sort of mm. weird fizzy thing to get drunk. Um, and whether that's annoying or not, like, um, at some point, maybe you start appreciating them. And then you start, you know, you start patronising other people who are younger than you. Um, and the cycle <laughs> and you, 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 never, you never know whether you, whether you actually agree with the, the general point or whether... Um, it's just someone patronising you and you, you just like what you like. But I think with Stilton, that's one where it kind of happened and uh, one day I was kind of like, no, I don't like this. And then the next day it's like, oh, actually, okay, now I can kind of get on board with this. And you slowly grow that taste mm. to the point where now I'd probably be the annoying person who'd be like, how can you not have uh, a blue cheese on a, on a cheese board? Interesting. But it's always getting it on a cheese board. You've got to have something now which is, you know, a bit punchy. Mm. Something to finish mm. on. So I think we're coming up to a new segment in our show. So this is this is what's gonna make this is gonna make us as a show. I think it's a, it's a little game section that we like to call Dessert Island Cheese. The rules are very simple. the The title almost gives it away. We've got a list of ten yeah. things. We're gonna read you the name of something. It's gonna be either a dessert, an island, or a cheese. <laughs> you have to guess whether it's a dessert, an island, or a cheese. Right. Okay. One point for each. 10, po- 10 points possible total. All right, yeah. Going to have a little um, leaderboard. We're going to have a little say, leaderboard on the website. You should be able to get to the top of the leaderboard to make that. But I'm sure you'll be able to keep it. First episode. Yeah. Um, do you have any questions about the, the rules? If you no, do, you're pretty simple. <laughs> I'm incredibly curious as to how you're going to make this either difficult enough or not impossible. Well, <laughs> you might fail. But let's see. So question one, dessert island cheese, abundance. Abundance, yes. A-B-O-N-D-A-N-C-E? Yes. Okay, this is not going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> so we went for the not impossible part being the tricky bit. Um, mm. Okay. Don't know. I... <laughs> <laughs> we, need a, we need a countdown timer here. So yeah, 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 I'm going I'm I'm to go for... I'll go for cheese. Correct. You got it right. I can't believe Correct. it. Well done. So, Abondance is a medium-sized mountain cheese from the Haute-Savoie region in France. Yeah, surprising. Um, cow's milk. Okay. One point so far. One point on the board. <laughs> Next question. Bouvette. Dessert, island or cheese? Bouvette. Okay. Uh, it doesn't sound like an island again. Probably going to be in this case. Oh, it could be a cheese again, but I, I feel like that sounds desserty enough. I'll go for dessert. Ah, it's um, an island. It's an island. Is it actually an island? It's actually an island. It's an uninhabited subantarctic high <laughs> island, which is a dependency of Norway. Again, surprised you didn't know it really. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so that's that's one point out of two so far. Dessert, island or cheese? Adelost. Adelost. Sounds like somewhere, like some crappy island off Adelaide. Like, um... <laughs> <laughs> Used to belong to Adelaide, but then Adelost. <laughs> exactly. Um, somewhere they didn't really want enough to actually keep track of it. Um... <laughs> Pretty sure it's out there somewhere. <laughs> so it doesn't sound like a dessert. It doesn't sound French enough, or you know, um... doesn't sound French enough. 
Well, to be a French island. It needs an e on the end. It needs an e on the end of it to be to be more French. I feel. Oh, um, this is true. Possibly. So um, that right. lowers lowers. French aren't the only people with dessert. Anything could be achieved because you could just name it after the island. So um, <laughs> I mean, indeed. That. <laughs> so I, I think that's the point of the game. <laughs> <laughs> so I think in this case I will go for Ireland, but I'm going to regret it. Oh, oh yeah, it's so close. It's a cheese. Oh. It's a Swedish blue cheese made from cow's milk. There you go. Okay. Pandaudi. Pandaudi. Yeah. yeah. It sounds more South Asian to me. South Asian? Yeah. So I, I suppose it could be could be Welsh or some, something like that. I don't get any feeling at all from that name because it sounds sufficiently outside of my knowledge or experience that um, it could be any one of them. Do you want to make a random guess? I do. Got I do. 33% uh, chance of being right. I'm going to go for a dessert. Correct. Hey, well done. Correct. Pandaudi is an apple, it's a bit like an apple crumble. Right, um, okay. A Welsh apple where it's crumble from. by no, not I. I, th- I think it was Welsh. We're going to go with Welsh. Mm. Um, he doesn't know that I don't all. know, that might not be true. I've got a... I can hear it if you say it in a Welsh accent. Pandaudi. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I mean, that could have been closer to South Asia. Um, but, um, Welsh <laughs> Okay, this is one you might know, possibly. It's a Rusk Cap. Rusky Cape, perhaps? R U S K E K A P E. Oh, why is he going to know this one? I don't know. It's the kind of thing maybe you might have it on holiday. I don't know. Okay. Or, that's, or maybe you go <laughs> there on holiday. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Definitely not just giving it away. <laughs> uh, um, okay, I'm going to go. I'll go cheese on that one. Ah, dessert. It's a dessert. It's a dessert. Yeah, it's a Balkan style cake dessert. It is. Balkan style. Okay, well, you know. Bal- they, Balkan, it's from the Balkans. There you go, ju- justice was done. Um, yeah. I have to say, I would have been somewhat tempted by Ireland just because it ends in Cape. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there you go, so uh, yeah. still didn't take the point. Okay, so Pacific Rock. Pacific Rock? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a really boring name for an island in the Pacific. But it could be. But could be. I, I doubt it. Um, some islands have to have boring names. That will be exciting. Then it can be a dessert because you could have something that's, you know, kind of, I don't know, some sort of circular sort of dessert um, with very specific fruits or styles on it. Mm-hmm. Like a rock cake. <laughs> but naturally a cheese would, would feel like it works very well. I'm going to go cheese just because cheese. Hey, Correct. It is a cheese. Well done. So Pacific Rock is a hard washed, ru- washed, hard, it's a, yeah, let's try that again. It's a hard washed rind cow's cheese from Canada. <laughs> okay, just a quick next question. So impromptu. Impromptu. Yep. That's the name of. That's the name of the thing. <laughs> That's the name, babe. <laughs> no, I'm not going to put for that one. <laughs> it could be any. Um, I feel like it's probably going to be an island as a result, but uh, I will go. I feel like I have to go for dessert. I will. I will be controversial and go for island. Ah, uh, bad luck. It's a cheese. It's a Californian cow or goat's cheese. So you might actually know this next one. Capri. Capri. I really should know that. I'm going to go for island. Correct. It's correct. Do you know where it is for bonus points? No bonus points. That's a lie. Um, Do you know where it is? Oh. I'm going to, well, okay, I'll, I'll take a guess that it's going to be somewhere off uh, the Italian coast. Correct. Yeah. It is. It's, off, it's, it's near Naples. Naples. However, Capri Blue and Capri are both Jesus. So that was a hard so it was a bit of a tricky it, it one was, there. It was a trick yeah. question. Okay, okay. If I'd been but more well knowledgeable, done. it would have... <laughs> it would have really put me on guard. Yeah. Okay, next one. Dessert, island or cheese? Il flottante. Il flottante. Mm. Flottante. One word? No. Two words. Il flottante. Again, could be any, but I will go for a dessert. 
correct. Correct. So it's actually Ilas in Ireland. Uh, oh, okay. okay. It's a French dessert. It's meringue floating on creme anglaise. Okay, so <laughs> final question. And you're doing all right so far. You've yeah, got um, five. Well, five, 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 five out of nine. Five out of nine. Definitely above random. So well done. Um, the final question is Borden Rocks. Doesn't really feel like a dessert, so I'm going to go island. Ah, oh, he's done it. Correct. Well done. So it's a, it's a group of rocks off the Cornish coast. Yeah, um, to be honest, I felt a bit guilty because it's not really an island, it's just like some rocks. <laughs> just some rocks that but, you know, on the map. Yeah, it's known okay. as the Cowell Calf or the Man and His Man. All right. The okay. nicknames for the islands. Um, but well done. Six out of ten. Six out of ten. Straight to the top of the leaderboard. Straight to the top of the leaderboard. We'll have to see how our future competitors do. That was a fantastic feature. <laughs> Okay, so we've got a long time about eating any cheese, so, cheese four. What's the story? <clears throat> Alright, so cheese four is manchego. Manchego. Ah, Good choice. excellent cheese. So, aside from being a great cheese, obviously this is a naturally Spanish cheese. Yeah. So, the story here is obviously, um, when I left university, I went to Spain. I spent five months there and discovered... All the joys of cured uh, ham and cheese, and this would have been one of the several several things that really made the difference. So, um, good, especially when you have well, you either have this with tapas or or on a on a tapper itself. But that and goat's cheese both were close competitors for things that you can that you just very regularly have in Spain, mm-hmm. um, right. and were absolutely delicious. I have to say, I think you were the first person to introduce me to this cheese when I visited you in Spain, Nadal. It is very good cheese. Um, okay for a cracker. Mm. I'm also a big fan of having a cheese with a bit of skin. Do you eat the skin on this one? Or? Um, I do, I don't think it's, prob- it's probably not supposed to. But if you want to play by the rules. For me, it just adds um, a bit of tuna. Yeah, something, mm. something interesting in the texture. So you enjoyed the food out in Spain then? Lots of cheese and ham. I did. I mean, the food in Spain was cheap and well put together. It wasn't... Mainly based around the pig, as I understand it. Mm. There is a lot, but to be honest, I mean, you know, the, the range of tapas you can actually have, there's a lot of fish as well, and the fish is very good. Um, and um, you do really need to get to proper Spanish places to appreciate good tapas. Yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah. You can go to restaurants in London, and they... Not many of them will really give you authentic tapas, issue. and they will charge you sort of five, six pounds for a tapas rather than yes. one euro, yes. which is <laughs> which allows you to try freely and find the really good things without, yeah, indeed. Uh, without prohibitive expense. So on Desert Island Discs, you get one luxury item mm. you have on your have on your island with you. On Desert Island Cheeses, you can have one too. What would you take? A luxury item. And is yeah. this likely to be sort of cheese and food related? I mean, it's completely up to you, really. I think Dave chose a cheese knife for some I, bizarre reason. I was mocked for this, but I feel like... <laughs> I mean, I'm feeling with the theme of the programme. I just wanted yeah. something fancy to cut my cheese with. That's true, although, you know, given that you can actually eat the cheese with, you know, with your hand and mouth, yeah. and that you only get one thing in the world, I can, I can see... I can see why that probably wouldn't be the the one thing that you regret not having. I had some hard cheeses. I think. Can't remember. Yeah, but I mean, mm. 
So I, I, I think I might be able <laughs> There's to... There's no mockery here, don't worry. I, I, I Anything you like. Fashion, <laughs> mockery free zone. I might be able to fashion a knife in a, on, a, on a new island. I probably... I probably wouldn't be able to get myself some wine. Wine. Which would be the obvious. That's actually choice. a good choice. Excellent choice, yes. Yeah. Has no one else gone for wine? No one else has gone for wine so. yet. Really? Why? So you can probably have a whole barrel if you want. Yeah, you okay, can probably yeah. take a whole wine cellar. I, I think. I think, yeah, I think what I would, if I got a luxury item, it would essentially be a fully loaded wine cellar that will last me longer than my Jesus. So, mm. or at least as long. So interestingly, we we're, we're talking recently about um, what we'd do at the end of the world. You know, the the apocalypse is coming, and Dave and I both have you know survival ideas where we we you know survive, drive out into the middle of nowhere, and you know. Go to some island to, you know, wait out the zombies. Don't tell them out. Whatever it is. Just some island. Seriously, Max. Some island. I'm not saying what island. That's Uh, secret. Um, (laughs) Just want everyone there, be. But a couple couple of our friends just chose chose buy lots of wine, buy lots of whiskey, buy Buy lots lots of cheese, cheese. and then literally drink yourselves to death, which I think is quite defeatist. (laughs) But 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 it does fit in quite well with your your bring lots of wine on a desert island kind of thing. Mm, mm. Mm. I mean, you you could ask for a dinghy boat, couldn't yeah. you? Yeah. But no one asks for that. It doesn't feel yeah. like a luxury no, item. It's not a luxury, really, is it? Mm. Um, well, so they, well, they, once yeah. you're on the desert island, it might feel like a real luxury item. <laughs> if you did go crazy on the desert island, you could, like, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Okay, final cheese. Final cheese is... This is roulette. Ah, good choice. And this is... My romantic cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought it along today. Nadal, There's nothing cause... more romantic than garlic breath. Mm, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, this is just more. Um, as I was walking to get the cheese and trying to think of situations in my life that have included lots of cheese, uh, I was reminded of maybe about two years ago. So I was then with my then current girlfriend who was staying over, and we had nothing in the house in the morning. So. You know, I don't. I usually like cheese. I went out to just buy like, um, you know, some bread, some, you know, just normal stuff to make sort of um, spreads, jam, <laughs> you need butter, but, um, peanut butter, yeah. things like that. You know, so something you can spread, make some toast or whatever. Um, and I think she just said, you know, um, oh, and, you know, if you have, if you can get any cheese. So I went, I got to to Tesco's and, you know, I couldn't really work out what kind of cheese she liked, so I just thought. <laughs> I'll play it safe and <laughs> go for a relay. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's quite safe. Fair enough. No, no, no. So actually what I did is I essentially then went and bought probably about seven or eight cheeses. Wow. Um, and just thought, oh, I'll get through them eventually. Um, so I brought like this huge cheese feast back and we basically just had loads and loads of cheese on the way. Yeah. Um, which is great. Um, but Roulette was the one that I'd never actually had before and we both liked the most. Oh, really? So that was, yeah, yeah for whatever reason, that morning, maybe it was the garlic, which, you know, obviously is, as you said, the best precondition you need for romance. Um, <laughs> but but whatever whatever the reason was, uh, that was that was our winner, both. So, um, so hence, uh, I thought I would go for Roulette. Cool. Should we go ahead and try some? Let's, let's give yeah. it a go. So is this a French other... cheese? Uh, yeah, it is. Is this our first French cheese on the show? Is it really your first French cheese? So we've sort of been avoiding them out of, you know, uh, yeah. hilarious... Well, I've just been avoiding them because, well, yeah, I'm racist. It's, it's interesting. I mean, you know, your, your avoidance has become more topical through the Brexit thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Indeed. It's definitely a very Moorish cheese, mm. isn't it? Wow, I'm very barbecue. Have we not had it before? I don't know. Maybe not. Well, it's probably a good mm. introduction then to French cuisine mm. on your show that it's just laden with garlic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I have eaten French food before, I want to clarify. I don't just 
avoid anything French in my life. But it is full of flavour, tasty, got that sort of herbal. It's very nice, yeah. Mm. And like you said, very Moorish, mm. which is, I think, what... You can definitely have, like, five or six crackers with it on. Which is, I think, what won us over on that morning, was mm-hmm. very much just, you know, you had one of that, and after that, you just couldn't really stop having it. So. Mm. Mm. Ah. Well, I'm glad long you brought along your romantic cheese to finish off the dish, love. Mm-hmm. So. Especially for you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Touched. So if you were to host a cheese party in the Dal, who would you invite along? One famous person, alive or dead? It's just one. Just one. Just one. Yeah, you only have one. Oh, Sorry. I only have one. Okay. Um, you can invite along more if you want, I guess. But so I was thinking about this. You mentioned that I would, you know, this this would be a question that comes up. I did last night. Just giving away. So clues. I was thinking about this on the way on the tube, and I ended up with quite. A, I thought I had to create a whole dinner party. So. Oh. I've ended, oh, it's a cheese I, party, I, I, not a dinner I, party. I, talk us through your dinner party and then choose one of them, I think. That's, okay. that's a good yeah, yeah, Okay. Um, so I didn't know how many I've gotten with my dinner party, but I assumed it would be about five or six. So I kind of went through systematic. I thought, you know, I want some interesting people from, from history. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started with academics. I thought, you know, you need some, some thinkers. Um, I'd feel bad um, if I didn't have <laughs> any, any, uh, any smart people there. So... Well, you'd, um, you'd be there. Be. <laughs> See, yeah. I was thinking exactly the same thing, but with a different conclusion. You'd be like, wow, yeah, you're there, so you need someone else. <laughs> so, um, so my first kind of couple of thoughts were, one would be Richard Feynman. Oh, okay. Because Good I think choice. he'd be... Would well, he not annoy you a bit, though? I know he's very clever and quite funny, but isn't he a bit smug? He might be a bit smug, but I think he'd be actually an interesting person. Okay. And he'd be, he'd, he'd brighten up a, a cheese party. And the other that I thought, I thought I had to go for a Greek. I would. You I would, had to go for a Greek. Had, Why? Yeah. Oh, well, a, a famous old a, Greek. A famous thinker, right? So okay. I, I had to go for a Greek, and I had to go for Socrates. Um, Socrates. Socrates. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. And uh, I would quite, I quite enjoy the idea of Richard Feynman trying to explain. Why a Greek over like to uh, mm. to Socrates? And Socrates trying to just, re- you know, not getting it and being like, well, because you know, two thousand years back. Just trying to like argue and reduce the point and <laughs> break it down, and probably Feynman actually know he's right, but finally meet his match in someone he can't just explain this to or can't convince someone that he's right um, mm. because of the gap. So I'd quite I'd quite enjoy their debate. That was an interesting choice. Yeah. So my 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 next choice was uh, I thought well you need probably want some sort of artist or writer. Mm-hmm. Um, or going for a very want... balanced approach here. Yeah, yeah. Wants to be very inclusive. You, you, you probably want an artist, and actually, I think probably the best artist to have would be things like um, directors, um, or as in film directors, mm-hmm. or mm. or authors. Um, I think others could be interesting as well, but I just had less ideas as to who would actually be interesting. And I think they'd be better at maybe it'd be better for a night out. You know, I mean, it would be great to have Mick Jagger on a night out, but you probably don't want him at your cheese party. No, it might change the tone of the cheese party. Mm, exactly, he might just start getting lines out, which isn't really what you want. Vegas wouldn't be on the cheese. No, no. <laughs> so, so you know, I thought you know uh, authors and potentially pictorial artists, but or, or, or musicians, but I couldn't really think of those. My my author would definitely be Terry Pratchett. Ah, oh, excellent choice. And top choice. And I've done very well so far. I can kind of see him just smiling with entertainment and just poking the other two in their their little sort of mm-hmm. argument, which I would be very much enjoying and listening to. Oh, that's why I should have chosen Pratchett. Mm. 
I don't know. Sorry, all that. Jojo was a great choice, but yeah. but I think I would. Um, I think Tony Pratchett, um, his sense of humour would definitely be welcome at, at any mm. uh, any yeah. Um, and then I was trying to think of any others, and I might go for in terms of film directors. I struggle, um, or screenwriters, or anything along those lines. Yeah. I was tempted by someone like a Dalton Trumbo, who's got no, a bit of a history. Um, if you want to watch the film, um, not really a big film buff. Or um, another one I was thinking of was maybe maybe someone slightly more out there. Like there's a, a guy called Hodorowsky, who does sort of avant-garde films. They're quite interesting. Fair enough. Some someone like that who'd just be a bit bit off off the wall. Yeah. Uh, and a bit different to to add to it. Um, and then I thought. I should have someone who's sort of, you know, political or, you know, sort of from history in that sense. Yeah. Um, and I really, really struggled with that. There's, there's lots of names, but none of them feel right. So I ended up with Pitt the Younger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the reason I thought of this was because... Yeah, you're just this, trying to sound pretendious now to doubt. No, Pitt no, no, the no, Younger, well, why? Well, so Pitt the Younger, because essentially <laughs> the problem is with a lot of figures is the time where you'd probably want to have them at your, your dinner party. They'd yeah. probably be at the very end of their career. Um, or rather right. they'd, be, they'd be, I mean, you know, you've got a totally different age range. Sure. But I thought it would be fascinating because of the fact you could bring a Pitt the Younger our age to the dinner party. True. Who'd have at that point been running the country for something like 10 years. Wouldn't that make years. you feel a little bit inferior? I mean, I know you're a writer who started that, <laughs> well, but you've but, not started running well, the country I'm, I'm sitting there with Socrates Feynman and, uh, and Pitt, Pitt the, the Younger. Younger. I'm not sure it's, it's Pitt the Younger who's making me fundamentally feel more inferior here. Yeah, um, but at least the other guys are older. Yeah. yeah. Although Feynman is a genius. And Socrates. Yeah, I mean, Feynman, Feynman, yeah, you know, Feynman worked on the atom bomb at a very young age. Um, yeah, probably not his finest moment, but well, well but, you know, physically. Anyway, yes, um, yes. So, yeah, from that perspective, I thought he'd be an interesting one to have, just because. Is William Hague's idol? Sorry, is William, William Hague's idol? I, yeah, I, I, th I thought he's probably one of the only people I can think of who's actually really been in power who isn't just a cliche. You know, you could pick a political figure like Gandhi or Mandela, but the other, the other thing yeah. I was tempted by was by a dictator. Yeah. Uh, uh, on the basis that I actually think you know people like Gandhi yeah, or Mandela, you know, so pa pacifists in general, um, like Gandhi, would be made for boring dinner chat. Very inspiring, but I'm not sure. You know, the other one would maybe be Jesus for the for the Jesus. Same. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, he's a political figure, um, potentially religious as well. Been but, around the world. Um, <laughs> um, and controversial, but okay. But um, but you know, if you think about maybe maybe a dictator who runs a military coup in his own country, you know that means you have to have a, a small civil war, which means you have war stories. Um, it means you have to be fairly uh, charismatic and, and able to galvanise people behind you. Yeah. Um, and you have to be a real leader. Um, so you're probably the kind of person who who is quite good at a dinner party. The fact that you probably have some reprehensible views and have killed loads of people would not be great for, for the, the PR of your dinner party. Okay. But I think it would add to it. And, Fair enough. And finally... So which right. dictator did you go for, sorry? Did you, oh, did I, you, did you pick one? Did I, you? I didn't, I didn't. I did, I think, I thought about Gaddafi for a while. Uh, interesting. Yeah, he always seemed like a laugh, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, had his, he had his weird, did he have his little green book? Or he whatever? did, yeah, he wrote and, and so, you know, yeah, of all of his ideas about how the, the world should be. Oh, yeah. So the, the point is that, you know, it's someone who'd actually have opinions, even, even if they were I think I might like to go for Stalin. Stalin would be interesting. 
Maybe, yeah, could be. I, I probably, I'd probably pass over Stalin and go for someone a bit more of a Middle Eastern strongman, etc. But um, or or maybe like a, a Genghis Khan would be interesting, actually. Yep. Geng, yeah, Genghis Khan would be interesting. But I don't, I'm not sure if he's a man of many words. To be fair, no, I imagine him yeah. grunting more than yeah, you know, just kind of. You mean when you're basing this on anything? <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, oh, he's old, he probably grunted back then, he probably didn't speak much. No, but he was also like, you know, a warlordy kind of person, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, which, yeah. Which... I mean, so was Gaddafi. No, but in a different way, though. Gaddafi didn't, mm. like, go around chopping people's heads off and, you know, I mean, not himself. I mean, I'm sure he shot a few people. He wasn't I'm sure, I'm sure he did. He did leave it a revolution, so. I don't know. But, you know, not publicly executing them by hand, essentially. No. no. Um, it's probably still capable of speaking, though. I mean, with Gaddafi, you feel a little bit safer in that he doesn't really execute people by hand. Whereas, <laughs> yeah. whereas if you yeah, give him in close proximity yeah, to yeah, him, yeah, yeah, you know, it helps. Yeah. Um, Again, then my final person to lighten the mood would have been Michael Fish, just because I'm not going to ask to be the bus of the jokes. <laughs> but, and I, I'd really love the idea of, you know, while the others are arguing, put the younger listening to Michael Fish explain Okay, so that, that is an interesting, <laughs> interesting dinner party you've chosen there. Mm. It's good, yeah, some good choices in there. Interesting choice of the Greek. So I now think I've, I've gone for a Roman. I think Caesar will be interesting. So now for the for the question, mm. pick pick one. I think it's got to be Terry Pratchett. Terry Pratchett, excellent yeah, choice. Good choice. If, if you had one person, great sense of humor, fantastic guy, um, and now a far less obtainable reality than it would have been, say, ten years ago. So, unfortunately. I think there's one more stock question we have to ask you. So I don't, I don't think it's written down in our little book of questions, but. Um, you are supposed to admit you have a book of questions. Well, it's too late now. We can edit it <laughs> out. We can edit it all out. Yeah. Um, so, I think you're also allowed one book from Nadal. I have one book. You can take one book with you onto this island. Yeah. You get the Bible for free, or oh, a religious okay. book of your choice. For free, okay. To I like, use, I like the to use for whatever you want. Yeah, okay. Um, but you get one other book. What do you choose? Okay, so I have some firewood already. And <laughs> um, Precisely, yes. Okay. You keep going for your name. One book. I feel like the clever answer is you put you pick a many 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 volume book. You know uh, the phone book. <laughs> but you know like um, sort of defeats the point. Um, but you know something that's uh, several thousand pages long. Just because, yeah. Well, know, or like a complete anthology of. Okay, so stepping aside from Terry Pratchett because I've already yeah, had you've already got the real Terry dinner, Pratchett dinner, so. dinner party you can so just tell you the stories my, yeah. Party, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah I think I would probably go for trying to include the sort of element of having a long book probably Dimar's Counts Monte Cristo just because it's it's a great oh, like story book um, it's a really well told story yeah um, bit dark though isn't it's it it's nicely written um, it is dark but if it was entirely light for 1200 pages that would be in itself heavy um, well you're already abandoned on a desert island without <laughs> anything too depressing where you but, might just but, but give up and go just after death but then a redeeming story that has lows and then has an eventual high would also be you see know, I gave up halfway through with a really depressing point so uh, okay, well, that's didn't get to redemption probably analogous <laughs> how a desert island would go for you then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, to refute that but I would stick it out on that desert island I wouldn't go crazy or kill myself okay. thank you very much Nadal it's been yep. a pleasure to have you here thank, thank you for your selection of cheeses I feel like it's a it's a nicely rounded cheese board there yep got some variety it's got some colour it's got good colour yeah and thank you for your really well thought out answers and uh tune in next time listeners for another round of desert island cheese desert desert, desert island, island cheese, cheese.